0: Hey, welcome to the show.
1: Hi there. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thanks for joining us.
0: My pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
1: Tell us a little bit about the Supporting New Parents Act that you've introduced.
0: Well, uh, as you know, when, uh, when parents take time off uh, on, uh, on maternity or parental leave, um, the, the, the baseline level is that uh, parents forego 45% of their income to, to receive those benefits when they take those critical few months off. And uh, those benefits currently are taxed. And I believe that if uh, parents are giving up a significant percentage of their income for their kids, that they shouldn't have to give up any more for the government. So this, uh, this policy, this private member's bill that I've introduced, uh, will provide ta- uh, tax credit for the taxes paid on the uh, EI, maternity and parental leave benefits.
1: And what's the support like uh, from uh, people in your party and beyond?
0: Well, it was, uh, it's was. it been very well received. Uh, when I was running for the leadership of the Conservative Party, this was one of my signature announcements, and I can tell you uh, when I traveled across the country, uh, you know, talking to people, trying to get support for my campaign, uh, this went over very well. The, uh, it, it works out to about a $4,000 benefit for people earning uh, $50,000 uh, and up, which is a significant uh, savings. Many parents I've talked to, uh, even, even some who, who receive a, uh, any kind of top- up for, from their work if they uh, if their employer tops up the EI uh, benefits they often have a tax hit at the end of the year you know the, 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 the withholding tax is not sufficient and so when they have to file their taxes, they often have to write a check to the federal government so in this type of situation uh, this will uh, be one less thing for parents to have to worry about when they're already spending so much money on strollers and change tables and diapers and new clothes uh, and it's a, a way to really support uh, people who are making sacrifices to, uh, to raise their kids.
1: We're speaking with Andrew Shear, who is the leader of the Conservative Party talking about the Supporting New Parents Act. It's a private members bill that he has introduced. Why do you think it's necessary now?
0: Well uh, we, we know that affordability is a huge issue for uh, young people who want to uh, uh, start, start families, who want to get married, buy a home, and, uh, and have, have kids. Uh, whether it's housing prices in large cities, whether it's uh, uh, utilities or paying off student debt, um, it, it, it's very difficult for young people to, to, to do everything that they would like to do. So I believe that the federal government should uh, make things easier, make things more affordable. And one way of doing that is to say, okay, look, uh, in, in, the, in that first year, when parents are making so many sacrifices not just you know not just financial but you know going going without sleep and all the the, the you know the practical difficulties of, of that uh, they're also giving up a significant portion of their income most Canadians don't have a top up uh, and uh, those that do as i mentioned often have to have pay an extra round of taxes because of the, uh, the way it's treated so By saying to to people, you're making that much of a sacrifice, here's a a break on the tax you would have had to pay. It makes that decision a little bit easier. Uh, It gives them more money to pay for the necessities of life. Putting people before government, making sure that families have what they need to provide for their kids, I believe, is more of a priority than a lot of the things that Justin Trudeau is spending money on.
1: Andrew, your campaign ads, they focus on a family man, the average Canadian. Is this an extension of that? Is this why this is your first major policy announcement?
0: well I uh, what I'm what I'm hoping to convey the message that uh, I, I've lived uh, the type of life that many Canadians have and I'm looking at practical things that will uh, help people you know Justin Trudeau's fond of going off to uh, uh, getaway resorts with billionaires in, in fancy places coming up with big schemes that uh, involve you know uh, putting money into infrastructure banks to protect the assets of millionaire investors and I'm focused on finding practical solutions that uh, that address the things that I've, I've, I've faced myself, that my parents face, that, you know, know what it's like for families to say, listen, Matt, love to, we'd love to have kids or we'd love to have another kid, but uh, going a year on mat leave or parental leave, that's a huge hit and and it's a difficult decision for a lot of people. So the easier the government can make that decision, the better.
1: I know a lot of Canadians right now focused on the stories in uh, politics regarding sexual misconduct. I want to get into this, if we could, very quickly. Uh, McLean's Magazine published a report saying that the um, Conservative MP, uh, and he was uh, the president of the Ontario Progressive Conservative Party, Rick Dykstra, who's now stepped down, um, was accused of sexual assault in 2014. You, Andrew Shearer, you have instructed your party to launch an independent investigation into questions surrounding Rick Dykstra when he was uh, involved with federal politics in his candidacy in uh, 2015. Uh, Will, you know, will this investigation go beyond Dykstra?
0: Well we'll, well, we'll see. You know, what, the reason why uh, I, I felt this was necessary is, as you can imagine, in, in the first few days when, uh, when, an, when an allegation comes to light, um, you know, the, the, there's, a, there's, there's a need to find out what the actual facts are. And what we found with this particular incident was that uh, new information was coming to light, uh, you know, one or two days later. But it was done anonymously, you know, people who were were going through the media uh, anonymously without, uh, you know, supporting facts. And so because of that, because it was kind of uh, raising a lot of questions about what a decision may have been, what information was known, there are different versions of events people were were pointing to, uh, I felt it was necessary to order a third party to determine those facts in in an objective way. Um, I believe it's important to know if these allegations uh, have, have, have substance, if, if it is true, uh, and if it is, then what decisions were made and what information was available to those people who were making the decisions? Because I can tell you that going forward, if uh, a candidate or a member of Parliament had an active or, uh, you know, or had, had faced criminal accusations for sexual assault, that uh, that person would not be... A candidate for us, uh, while, that investig- while that investigation was going on. Um, so I'd like to get to the bottom. I'd like to find out what, what happened. I'd like to make sure that there's a mechanism in place to make sure that uh, if something like that happened again, that the people in charge of the campaign, the, you know, including myself, the leader, uh, would have all the facts necessary to make that kind of uh, decision.
1: So there might be some changes put into play because there's no mechanism in place right now. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, again, you know, it's very difficult to go on on what actually happened mm-hmm. uh, because. Uh, they they haven't been substantiated and, and so far no, uh, other than people speaking through the media uh, there hasn't uh, been under my leadership specific uh, points raised with me or, or with my team by any of the people uh, involved so uh, we'll see what happens and, and I think uh, it's important to get the results of that objective look at it. Uh, d- d- do we need to make sure there's a process in place where uh, complaints, if they are raised uh, are taken? you know, I are handled of course what does that look like what does that mean what's the best way to do that to protect the confidentiality in some cases of uh, victims of, of incidents that don't want to have their names splashed all over the media uh, what do we do to hold people accountable for their actions what kind of process do we put in place to find out the facts what burden is on party officials to do some some legwork here you know, to, to proactively look into things uh, those are the types of things I want to make sure are in place uh, so that if an incident comes to light, there's a fair process that everyone can understand uh, will be put into action that will lead to the right decision.
1: A lot of questions, a lot of question marks there for sure. I really appreciate your time, Andrew. Thanks so much for joining us on the show.
0: My pleasure. time.